0: Welcome in to Players Only with Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Danon Hughes.
1: Excellent throw and catch, just gets inside, uses his big body. No
0: answer for number 87. And former NFL linebacker Joe Mays.
2: Mays missed him first. In a typical North Dakota state toughness, Mays got up and stayed with it and got Newton from behind. <laughs>
0: Players Only, presented by U.S. Bank. Whatever your passion, U.S. Bank can help turn it into your next pursuit.
1: all right what's going on Kansas City Chiefs Kingdom we are back Players Only is back in the building and I got my boy Joe Mays in the building hey Joe what's going on
2: hey what's happening man How how, how is everybody doing out there today how you doing today Dana I'm doing all right we got a little twist uh thrown to
1: us this This segment or this uh, session or this week, this show, uh, a couple of different twists. And as everybody out there knows, this is players only Joe Mays, myself, Sean Barber, normally in the building. And we got a little curveball thrown to us. So for everyone out there and the new listeners, players only is on each week during the football season, 6 to 7 p.m. And it's a roundtable discussion, normally just us chopping it up in studio, occasionally having a uh, special guest, but just chopping up things that are going on with the Chiefs, around the NFL, in sports, on and off the field. And as this crazy year has gone on, or this new year has started, this pandemic has hit a lot of Things in a a lot of crazy ways. Yeah. And this week, Sean Barber, our partner normally in studio, has gotten the COVID virus. Yep. And because of his contact with parties of the Chiefs broadcast, I, by default, am now a little bit in quarantine. I have tested negative, but just to be safe. Since the last game and the last time we were around each other was Sunday's game against the Chargers. I am home. Joe is in studio. Yeah. Julio is controlling us as usual. Julio. And I am in my basement. And barbershop, for all those wondering, is at home sick? So our, hand, our prayers and, and thoughts are with him. And hopefully uh, he'll heal up and get better soon. I was on a call with him yesterday and he sounded well, but he's still a little under the weather. So we hope that he's back fully strong and back for the divisional playoff game coming up. And you can catch him on the pregame and postgame shows on the Chiefs.com app. So, all that being said, we're still here and we're back in business, players only. And Joe. You may have to handle some more uh, some more responsibilities.
2: That's fine. That's fine with me. I'm I'm, I'm okay all cool with that. That's cool though. Yeah, uh, we you, just need you good. Yeah, yeah. We I'm good, man. We just need people to go ahead and text in today. I mean just just send some things. That's you know, um, you know, send your thoughts. Send send whatever you want to send about the Chiefs. You know, if you want us to say something to, to uh, Barbershop for you, um, as far as getting better, we can do that. Whatever you want to send in, send in today, and then, you know it'll be myself just reading it off, and you know us, you know having a giggle or just talking about it if it's if it's something of of importance. So yeah, man, just uh stay tuned, listen in, and, and uh, send a text in.
1: Yeah, Joe, you sound relaxed after the holiday. The, yeah. You had the new year come about. You got the layer center. Yep. You got your massages and all that good stuff going. So it's good that you are in the right frame of mind, and I'm just chilling here in the basement. But for everybody out there, the Layer Center, Joe Mays, does an outstanding job, and I want to give him props as we start this 2021 year off. Uh, I was fortunate and able to get a lot of gift cards, send some people from Entercom, some family members, uh, some friends out there. Barbershop does the same. Send them down to the Layer Center for some cryotherapy, massage, uh, a lot of different services down there, holistic services. So outstanding job, and hopefully you guys had a great end of 2020 and are are, are starting off good in 2021.
2: Yeah, man. Hey, I appreciate the love, man. Appreciate the support that that you and Barbershop continue to uh, continue to show, and not and not only you guys, but everyone that continue to come in, all of our clients. Um, whether whether you're someone that comes in all the time or whether you've only come in one time, I think uh, you know. Just you coming in and supporting us, you know, we really, really, truly appreciate that because we are, we, we are trying to become an imprint. Uh, we're, we're, we're trying to put an imprint on Kansas City when it comes to our business and when it comes to holistic health. So um, that's something that we continue to, that we believe in and we want to continue to educate others um, and have others come in and learn a little bit more so that they it can hopefully help uh, change their lifestyle. So, yeah, man, like I said before, I appreciate all the support from uh, from everybody and, you uh, yeah, man, you know, we, we 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 added another year. So, you know, so far, so good. I can't complain. There
1: you go. There you go. And you got, with everything with the Leia Center, you get the woosah You get the woosah, yeah. You get yeah. the relaxation. And that kind of brings us into what we're dealing with now with this bye week around the Chiefs' kingdom. Everybody gets to just whew, exhale yep. and relax based on how this Chiefs' team, this Chiefs' organization – when a lot of times people were concerned about a Super Bowl hangover, what would they do uh, in the second act? And they ended this season in great fashion—a 14 and 2 record, yep. number one seed, and being able to just relax and chill and watch Super Wildcard Weekend coming up and in this first quarter as always in each week we're sponsored by our friends at US Bank whatever your passion US Bank can help turn it into your next pursuit I wanted to get into just the chief season recap and recognizing how special we are the special position we are in and just even though we're in a relaxed state we can still reflect on this Chiefs' season and what was accomplished. And even though we only had up to 17,000 fans in the stadium and we didn't really get – didn't feel like we got a chance to capitalize on the Super Bowl win earlier this year, 2020 has been crazy. Mm-hmm. But in regards to football, it's been special for the Chiefs.
2: Oh, absolutely. I, I believe they came they came back with the vengeance this year. Uh, you, you see time and time again, you know, any team besides the Patriots, and I, and I bring them up because, you know, they have shown in the past <laughs> that they were, you know, the premium top team in the NFL. You know, they're they, they, they are consistent year in, year out, week in, week out. Um, and now you're starting to see your home team, the Chiefs, turn into that that same exact team, being consistent. I think that, number one, that was something that they wanted wanted to come into the season, Um and, and, and be consistent and continue to do things the right way. They've shown that. They wanted to come in and play fast. They've definitely shown that on at all three phases, um, especially on the offensive side of the ball. They they took care – they've been taking care of business on the offensive side of the ball, moving up and down the field, scoring at ease, um, and it all starts with Mahomes. He's been – he's had these guys ready ready to go, ready to flow every single game. Um, and it just—it's never a dull time whenever he's whenever he's on the field. Whether you're, you know, just sitting at home watching the game, whether you're in the stands as a spectator, hell, whether you're a player on the sidelines getting a chance to watch a teammate—he's been going out there and performing, showing up and showing out. So that's something that you really truly can appreciate. And I, I want—I want to say this for the fans out there, just everyone that's listening. I don't know if you guys understand how lucky we are, and what I mean by that is we have the best team in the NFL. We have a team that can come out, um, and like I talked about just a couple seconds ago, come out and compete and just beat the crap out of every single team that they play week in, week out, and they're consistent mm-hmm. at doing so. So, I mean, I, I, and I've known, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs teams, especially during my time, whether I played here or whether I played um, in Denver or wherever else I played and, and, and knowing, you know, how – beloved they are about the, it by the chiefs fans and how you know sometimes they showed up they, they didn't they didn't necessarily show up and show out like they were supposed to and you didn't get the outcome that you wanted but now it's starting to pay off for all you guys that's out there that's continuing to root and cheer on this chiefs team it, everything that you've been doing for, for the past 10 15 years is finally starting to pay off. Now you're starting to get exactly what you wanted to get. As soon as you turn on the TV or as soon as you come to the stadium, you get a Chiefs team that's dominant, that everyone is around the NFL is scared of. That is, and it starts, you know, from having the best head coach in the game, Andy Reid, to having the best quarterback in the game, to to Mahomes, and also having the best. I don't. Even, I can't even call them a supporting cast because every single one of these guys can go and be the star on any other NFL team. Um, uh, yep. out there. So you know, I'm, I'm definitely I'm appreciative. I think that's one thing that we need to be. We need to continue to be thankful, although it isn't Christmas. Be thankful, although it is. It isn't you know Thanksgiving. Continue to be thankful um, for what we have here, because they're continuing to, to show up and show out. Um, you know, and, and really do some dangerous things out there in the NFL
1: and I would definitely want to open up the text lines and the phone lines 913-576-7610 because there are people out there there are fans out there that agree with you Joe this was an outstanding season a follow up that I don't know if many people really had confidence would happen in the way it did 6 and 2 at home 8 and 0 oh on the road Patrick Mahomes only playing 15 games, 4,740 yards passing, 38 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, only sacked 22 times with a rating of 108.2. So when you look at the numbers, they speak for themselves. But kind of tagging on to what you said, Joe, the great thing about, this organization, or I should say, what one of the great things about this team is how entertaining they were. Yes. They were, you know, it was fun to watch. And as a guy that's sitting in the booth calling the game with Mitch Holters each and every week, I found myself giggling, laughing at times, just truly entertained at what we're seeing on the field and i think a lot of times people get caught up in the end score or the chiefs coming from behind or some of the close matchups and close games Mm -hmm. because they were against lesser opponents and you get kind of freaked out instead of just relaxing taking that exhale and recognizing that this is a special window of time in chiefs history and we should just sometimes just relish the fact that we have greatness in front of us and the possibility of doing something that only a select amount of teams have ever done in the history of the nfl i mean they have an opportunity to run it back and they've called that shot since they left miami back in February that they wanted to run it back they wanted to do some special everything from what Brett Veach and Andy Reid has done in accumulating talent signing guys on extending contracts giving big dollars to the stars put us in this position right now so I think we like I agree with you I think the fans need to recognize how special it is and and this time of the season and we'll talk about the playoff picture in the NFC and the AFC later, but this time of the season, we, I think there's some people, because of the scorn of the teams that you played on, the teams that I played on and in Chiefs history, that we, we start to get some anxiety. You yeah. start to worry, and you start to pick apart, well, you know, is this team really as good as they need to be? Are, are they playing with fire? And all these different questions. As opposed to just taking that time, sitting back, enjoying Super Wildcard Weekend, and recognizing that we have the best team in the NFL and we're winning football games, regardless of how close those games are.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's like I said, you know, I'm, I'm definitely thankful. I'm thankful to, to, you know, sit back and watch these guys go out there and perform the way they perform. Um, I'm thankful for Coach Reed because not only did he give me, uh, not only did he bro- did he bring me here to Kansas City, but he gave me my first opportunity in the NFL. And to see him finally be in a place where he's been working and grinding to try to get to now, the product is finally going. It's finally being shown out there on the field, and you know it's making his time worthwhile. Like not only do he get a chance to week in week out watch other NFL games and see other, you know, uh coaches out there that came from under his tree but he get a chance to lead the best team in the NFL I think that's something that you know it speaks volumes to the type of man that he is and uh, I mean look I, I know y'all listen now y'all want us to just specifically talk about the Chiefs but I think uh, you can't say anything about just the team or the players without speaking about the general and that's coach Reed definitely and as
1: we come to the end of the first quarter we got so many different topics and it's crazy to say with the chiefs coming upon a bye we still got a lot to talk about and we only got a select amount of minutes to get to it we got coaches in eric Bieniemy being highly sought out around the nfl we got things that are going on in society in our country where athletes are having a voice about and we want to tackle all of that Plus, we got some huge games coming up this weekend. But after we get through this first quarter, we'll come back to you and talk about a few of those different things, specifically what's going on in society. Because regardless of what we see on the field, there's a lot bigger things that are happening, and a lot of guys that wear the Chiefs jersey and the NFL jerseys around the league have a voice in that. So when we come back for the second quarter, we'll talk about more of those things and the playoff picture and where Eric bien may need to be at in 2021.
0: This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Joe Mays on 610 Sports Radio.
1: And we're back. Second quarter of Players Only, and Joe Mays in studio, and I am in my basement, the man cave, making it through this show. As always, our friends at U.S. Bank, our sponsors, whatever your passion, U.S. Bank can help turn it into your next pursuit. Joe, we got some activity on the text line, some really cool notes I see. For the 217. We love you, Sean. Get well, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate that. I know he does
2: as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We got another text from the 785. Each of you, please take care. Whole barbershop recover soon. Thank you for the show. Hey, we appreciate you guys listening in um, because, quite frankly, if it wasn't for you tuning in, listening to us talk and, and joke around and laugh around and be silly and be who we are, we wouldn't have a show. So thank you. Appreciate you guys.
1: Absolutely we got the 913 as a player what is it like to have a bye week and not know who you're going to play yet joe i don't know if we hadn't spoken before the show and i don't know if you were in a situation during your career where you were had the luxury of just sitting back and watching other teams play but two times during my career after the 95 season and 97 season we were a top seed that had a buy, and it is different. Uh, now, I will never ever say, and I've spoken all week during it, rust versus rest is non existent to a player. <laughs> <laughs> we always will lean on rest. There is no such thing as rust. A lot of players, or I should say, a lot of the national outlets, and I've contemplated this question, thrown it out there, and you have the different pundits that talk about it. But from a player's perspective, we relish the opportunity to rest. doesn't matter what time of the season it is. Uh, just to kind of give you a reference point, and Joe, I don't know if this is the same for you, but in April, when the schedule comes out, each and every year, I would venture to believe, and I would bet money, a large portion of the players that are out there look at the schedule. The first thing they look at is where the bye week is. Yep. The second thing is national television games. The third is probably how many home games you have. And how many away games you have in a row? So you're in a three-game road streak or a three-game home streak during the season, and you are thinking about that aspect of it. But number one by far is always about where that bye week is, and the question that pops up about rest versus rust is non-existent. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that. And I may have mentioned this in past weeks on this show. We don't ask that question after the bye week in the middle of the season. Hey, they have a bye week in week 12 or week 10. Are they going to be rusty? No, because that's during the season. So why would we ever think that rust would be a factor in the latter part of the season? Because they've gone through an entire season to get to a point to earn a first-week bye in the playoffs. It just doesn't happen. So in this situation, in answering the text from the nine one three, the position of being in the sitting and watching other games and having that bye is that you get to watch everybody else unfold, everything else unfold in the wild-card round, and you kind of get an idea of, what what you may face in that divisional is it's not anything crazy a lot of times the guys are getting together to watch the games uh from from a player's perspective and I don't know if this is the same for you but I can't watch football just for entertainment I watch it almost like I'm scouting even though I hadn't played in 20 years I watch it From a different than regular fans do. And that kind of carries into being a guy that's watching when my team's not playing and the other teams are.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this right here is just going to give these guys an opportunity to, to, I mean, they look at it as game film. They try to see. Yeah. They try to see how the guys line up, how they want to attack, uh, where the weaknesses are. These guys are looking for any little small detail that they can use, um, you know, to, to overcome anything that that happens in the game. So, of course, they're going to be watching games. They're going to see what teams they're going to play. They're going to look at look for the strengths, the weaknesses, how they can attack, where they where they expect to be attacked. But one thing we haven't talked about is these guys are going to be be working on themselves this week, like. Just think mm-hmm. about that for a second. The only time they get an opportunity to do this is dur- during training camp. You know where they come out and they 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 get a chance to not only work on what they're strong at, but try to figure out their weaknesses, how teams view them, where teams try to tr- try to uh, attack them. So, and Coach Reed, uh, he's one of the best coaches at he at, at doing that. You know, realizing the weaknesses that his team has on both offense, defense, and also special teams, and trying to attack that and work and work on that, so that you know your weakness becomes your strength, and your strength stays your strength, and you just continue to be the best team on the field week in, week out. So, uh, you know what these guys are—they're they, they're in a great place. They get a chance to rest, and and look, rest is not just you know they're going to be sitting on the couch, relaxing, watching TV. Mm-hmm. These guys are going to continue to grind it out, maybe even harder than they have the last several weeks um, at the end of the season. So they get a chance to work harder at their craft. They get a chance to get better as a team. And they get a chance to watch other guys and see, and see other guys not only, you know, go out there and play a game, but, I mean, unfortunately injuries does happen. And with those injuries alone come, you know, teams getting weaker. And from that standpoint, you only get stronger when teams become weaker as they as guys drop. Unfortunately, it happens. You know, it's not something that we wish, but you know, week in week out, you always see guys go down. So, um, you know, that's something that they're going to be paying attention to as well. So, the Chiefs are in a great spot.
1: Yeah, Joe, you hit uh, on one part that I wanted to tackle as well. And as far as the players. And their approach to a bye week. I was fortunate enough last week where I'm in the booth with Mitch, and I'm calling the Chiefs versus Chargers game. And we're up in the booth three hours before the game, going through notes, doing the pregame show, etc. Lo and behold, guess who strolls out on the field about two and a half hours before the game? Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes three guys that we knew they were not going to play in the game they knew they were not going to play in the game and kinda piggybacking off of what you're saying where guys are still taking care of themselves they go out onto the field in shorts helmets uh... because it was kind of cold long sleeves or sweatshirts and they go through a full route tree workout before the game I mean, they broke a sweat like they were actually preparing to play in the game against the Chargers. They got their workout in, on each side of the field, running different routes, deep routes, crossing routes, short routes, etc. And then they went into the locker room, shower, changed, and went into their normal game day attire, uh, being inactive. It just tells you about their attention to detail, their work ethic. And the fact that the stars on this team are not taking any days off. Like on game day when you would think they could just chill. (laughs) They're out there running hard, 50 kind of pass plays on the the field before the game. So rest assured that this team is not going to be rusty. They are prepared for this moment. They've been prepared for this moment since February, and the "run it back" mindset and slogan isn't just a slogan. It's it's truly a mindset, and these guys are preparing for this position, and, and they've worked hard to get to this buy, but they're working, and they have their their sights on another Lombardi Trophy, and doing everything possible to get it.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a lot more of good on good. And what, what I mean by that, we're talking about the first right. offense versus first defense. The best team in the NFL get a chance to face each other in practice day in, day out, and get better. So, I mean, like I said before, yeah, it's, they're resting, but you can put quotations on that rest word because nobody's really sitting down. Nobody's, you know, comfortable yeah. with where they're at. What they're trying to do is continue to work hard, get better, so they can win another ring. They're, they're trying to run it back. So, you know, every single individual is trying to get better, trying to work hard, trying to trying to, to uh, perfect their craft. And, uh, you know, like the saying goes, iron sharp is iron, and you're going to see a ton of that next week.
1: Exactly right. And Andy Reid, in regards to the internal scouting, uh, this organization, it's kind of one of those deals where I want the fans, everyone out there in the Chiefs kingdom to recognize there's one aspect of self-scouting where you go to joe mays and say joe when you're lined up at four yards at the line of scrimmage at the line of linebacker position this is what you have a tendency to do but if you're at five yards from the line of scrimmage this is what you may be showing the opponents in offense patrick mahomes when you look this different way to your left to your right or how you receive the snap there there are so many minor idiosyncrasies that are out there with players that show up on film and that opponents may try to take advantage of well this is where the coaches into play in order to not just inundate the players and try to change okay well patrick try to do this differently Or t- travis when you go on this motion try to do this differently now Andy can orchestrate or create a game plan around some of the things that you don't even realize that you you're doing. Yep. <laughs> so say all that because it's a huge effort by everybody in the organization to put their best foot forward for this playoff run. And they have the luxury of being able to look internally at themselves as well as get healthy, you have Mike Remmers, Eric Fisher, Mitchell Schwartz with injuries, Willie Gay Jr., Anthony Hitchens, uh, linebackers, Ben Neiman, trying to get on the mend and get back to full speed so we can put our best foot forward, whoever that opponent And we'll talk about that opponent because I I think there's going to be some upsets. And we're going to talk about the playoff picture coming up after halftime because... This weekend is Super Wildcard Weekend, the first ever time that we'll have three games on and we're gonna talk about that after after next.
0: This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Joe Mays on 610 Sports Radio.
2: Welcome back to Players Only. This is Joe Mays talking. I'm on I'm on air with my man Danon Hughes. And uh, before we get the third quarter started, I just wanted to go in and uh, look at this text line really, really quickly. Uh, we had a text from 954, my man Neil from Lone Jack. Godspeed, barbershop, get better. Guys, thanks for, well, um, you know, unfortunately, we haven't reached uh, this, this uh, issue yet, but thanks for not avoiding the social issues in our sad country. I appreciate y'all for that. Chiefs, baby, hashtag run it back. So Neil, appreciate the text.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Joe, appreciate that. And this third quarter, as always, is sponsored by our friends at U.S. Bank. Whatever your passion, U.S. Bank can help turn it into your next pursuit. But you're exactly right. Godspeed to Barbershop. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I joke with them a lot, but that's one of my brothers, and we don't wish any any of this COVID craziness on anyone. It's uh, a sad state in our country, and has been this entire 2020, and yes. hopefully we are headed in the right direction as a country regarding this pandemic. Uh, but unfortunately, we've had some some serious issues in our society in a different direction, and I'll just say this, and Joe, you can feel free to follow up as, as you wish. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to pray for our country. We need to have been praying for our country. Uh, We are in a a situation that is not new, and as much as we may want to believe that we are better, uh, our history has shown that, unfortunately, this is where we are. This is where we have been, and until we recognize that, acknowledge that, we can't get better. We can't strive to be better. We can't take action to being better than what we've been uh the first act in anything when the chiefs were two and fourteen four and twelve had bad management bad coaching what did we first have to do acknowledge that acknowledge what was bad acknowledge what we didn't want acknowledge what was ugly and then go about the change unfortunately we were able to turn the corner as an organization And hopefully we can do so as a country as well. We're in a bad state of mind right now, but there's always light around the corner as long as we acknowledge it, wear it, and then build from that.
2: Yeah, and, you know, I I agree with everything that you just said. And just to add on that just a tad bit, you know, we talk about, you know, wanting or needing change, wanting to see change, wishing other people would change their stance or change whatever it is that's going on. But I think more importantly, we need to be the change. be what you want to see, so you go out there and you lead by example, you show people how you, you show people how things should happen, how you should go about life, you know how you should treat others, and you continue to show that example and 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 continue to be the change that you want to see so that other people can follow suit so um I think uh you know just with everything that's going on, it's not going to start with just it's going to it's not going to start overnight, it's not going to change overnight. But if we continue to, you know, continue to be models, be model citizens, and and show people, you know, what the change looks like, then that's when we're going to see the change. So yeah, I think that that's that's going to be key in in, to everything that's that's going to happen on a positive note for everyone here in America.
1: Yeah, and being that change, Joe, you have to be consistent. Yeah, and I'm very active on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at DA Hughes Guy 83. And you'll see whether on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you'll see me post, and I'm pretty aggressive with my stance in being consistent. If you were loud during the Black Lives Matters, be loud now. If you were quiet then, be quiet now. Yep. I don't think that's too much to ask for. And I think a lot of times the accountability and the credibility that we carry uh... is important and when you're going through these situations or you feel like you have the need to be vocal about it be vocal consistently across the board bad is bad looting uh, breaking down statues breaking into buildings uh... fires destruction of property all across the board is wrong it's all wrong and taking that stance, whether it is a person that looks like you or doesn't look like you, like you, isn't wrong. It's consistent. And that's where credibility and that's where integrity is. If you are a person that wants to be vocal about things that you feel are wrong in this country, be vocal about it across the board. And I think that's where we can start healing is that we have consistency integrity and credibility and what we critique and what we allow and wrong is wrong as right is right doesn't matter what color you are and i'm just hoping like you said joe so eloquently that we are moving into a better direction and we're owning some of the past mistakes that we've allowed in, in this country
2: yeah absolutely man um and it, it, I think the the toughest part about it all is not only do we have to deal with what's going out, what's going on socially, but we have to deal with COVID. And I think with with yeah. both of those things, whether you're talking about either of those those things, the unfortunate issue that we're faced on a day to day basis is we're losing people that we know, whether they whether it's people that that we're mm-hmm. really close to, whether it's just you know other people out there in the world, people are being lost. And I think, you know, when it comes to – when you're hit, when you're dealt those type of cards, I think we should try to do something that's just going to make life a little bit easier. It's way too hard already. There's way too many other things that yeah. we have to think about on a day-to-day basis. So let's try to make it as easy as possible because, I mean, you know, we've shown time and time again that, you know, we're strong enough to withstand anything, and I'm just talking about us as a people. And we continue to show that we're strong enough, But but – no, not strong enough to just continue to go through a hard life, but to try to make things easier for not only yourself but for your neighbor, I think we're going to be in the right direction. So, uh, you know, it, it's going to take take one to, to, to really make the change. And, um, I, you know, me, myself, I want to continue to be, that, be the voice, not just the voice of change, but I want people to look at me as someone that, you know, they, they view as, you know, a building block towards change, you know, someone that... You know, treats other people the way that he the way that he wants to be treated. That's how I continue to live my life on a day to day basis, and I want people to to you know to look at life that way as well.
1: And that's the challenge. And I would say for our listeners out there that we recognize the opportunity that we have. I tell my kids, if you're still here on this earth, there's a reason. There's something that's to be accomplished. And I just I just want to encourage our listeners to make sure that we're loving each other. We're showing our love and respect for each other. We're opening ourselves up and being vulnerable in conversations that have been deemed as taboo in the past. Uh, Don't talk about, you know, religion. Don't talk about money. Don't talk about politics. That's B.S. That's something that we should be able to tackle in these days and age. We're seeing a lot of things happening, a lot of people affected around this country, around this world during this pandemic. The least we can do is be open to conversation, to sharpen each other. As you mentioned, iron sharpening iron. And we have that opportunity now. Let's not allow that time to pass.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I I mean, and the the first, you know what, the, 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 and I think you talked about it a little bit earlier, you know, is, is, is noticing that there's a problem, you know, being able to say that this is the problem that we need to fix and being open enough to not only, you know, fix it yourself internally, but to, you know, hear someone else out, get the other opinions Get how they feel. Get how they, their life is, is set up and what they have to go through so that we can become compassionate and we can continue to move forward as a people. Um and, and that's gonna be that's gonna be huge for us moving forward.
1: Exactly. And one of my favorite sayings is things don't become real until they become personal. Yep. That can be off the field in our daily lives with our kids, with our families, with our neighbors, where people don't look like us, don't look like us, us uh it's a situation where things don't become real until they become personal. So make it personal. Uh, one other aspect is that's real that's coming up and we'll talk about in the fourth quarter is this upcoming playoff picture. We yep. got some picks between the NFC and the AFC, and we'll talk about that in this fourth quarter.
0: This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Joe
1: Mays on 610 Sports Radio. We're back, players only, the fourth quarter of the show. We appreciate everyone out there listening in. Uh, This has been a little bit of a, (laughs) a unique week for us, me being out of the studio and Joe being in the studio as well. Hopefully we'll be back to normal next week as we approach the divisional round with the Chiefs and the upcoming opponent. Of that week, but before we get there, hey, we same, have to talk about the, the wild card though. week. We only got this fourth quarter sponsored by our friends at U.S. Bank. Whatever your passion, U.S. Bank can help turn it into your next pursuit. I want to go through the list, Joe, and get your perspective on each game as well. The first game of the weekend is, to me, one of the more intriguing games. A number seven seed Indianapolis Colts versus number two seed Buffalo Bills on Saturday at 12.05.
2: Well, I'll put it as simple as this. It'll be an upset if Indianapolis <laughs> win. I mean, we, we're just going to go ahead and just put that on out there. Buffalo has shown to be a consistently good team uh, all year long. Although I'm not a true believer in Josh Allen, I mean, there's times that he look mm-hmm. great. There's other times that he, he falls flat on his face. I think he's going to have a good opportunity to carve this, this coach team up. And uh, they're going to – I believe they're going to move forward um, in the later parts of the playoffs by, by defeating the Colts.
1: And I, you know what, Joe, is interesting me because I feel very similar to you, but I kind of feel like this might be the tone setter of the weekend mm-hmm. where you have a Colts team. And I've been down this road before playing as a top seed Chiefs team and a Colts team coming in at, with a veteran quarterback – that was unheralded, felt like they kind of squeaked in, and then all of a sudden playing their best football. So the Bills kind of remind me of the 95, 97 Chiefs. Not as good, (laughs) (laughs) but still a team that has a little swagger, a a little uh, strength going into the postseason. And then the Colts kind of waiting in the wing. So, I'm I, I'm going out on a limb and saying that this game, Josh Allen's going to look up at the scoreboard, see this game closer than it he thought it would be in the fourth quarter and things might go downhill for the Bills at that time. So, one of my upsets of the weekend is this Colts game. I think the Colts are going to set the tone and beat the Bills on their home turf in this opening game in the weekend. So it's going to be fun and we got the Rams and Seahawks following up behind that. And I'll just say Russell Wilson and the Seahawks will win this game. I know the defense is strong in regards to the Rams and Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, but uh the question that quarterback for the Rams uh to me opens the door for the Seahawks who's played as you know, much better defense as of late, so I think the Seahawks are going to win this game.
2: Yeah, it's kind of hard to cut out to 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 truly not give Russ and the boys the credit that they that that they deserve. Um, and Russell mm-hmm. Wilson, man, I mean, you know, I think year in year out, he's been one of the most consistent quarterbacks in the league. He continued to show up and show out when the games matter the most. And I don't think this is going to be any different. This is where you, you kind of see it been seeing seattle play well in the later parts of the year and i believe that they're just getting ramped up and getting themselves prepared for playoff ball which they do almost year in year out anyway so uh yeah russ and the boys are definitely going to pull that one out
1: absolutely and i'm going to scan quickly through the rest of the games and if you have any uh opposite thoughts go ahead and chime in but we're winding down towards the end of this show number five seed buccaneers versus the four washington football team i'm going to go with tom brady and the Bucs. Bruce Arians is going to get that job done. On Sunday, you got the Ravens opening up against the Titans. This old school football, yep. three yards, cloud of dust. Uh, this is going to be fun to watch. I'm Not much Titans. of an aerial attack on each game, or each team, but uh, they're going to be bruising. Whoever comes out of that game as the victor is going to be sore on Monday for sure. So I'm going to go with the Ravens in that game, as long as they don't get behind, behind by two scores, they can hold off the, the Titans. Yeah. The Bears, Saints, Saints are the, are the uh, favorite. That's easy. No reason to go against them. Yep. And the Browns, Steelers, another special game. Steelers. I kind of think the Browns, My, I'm going to go with the Browns as well. So my bracket of the weekend, the first game and the last game are two upsets.
2: I see that. There you yeah, go. I see that. I mean, you know, the Browns, they're missing <laughs> too there many And then we guys. go with
1: players only during this bye week. We'll be back next week to talk about who the Chiefs are going to face and how they're going to fare. We appreciate y'all sticking with us. Stay safe out there.
2: Hey, go hey, Chiefs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hey, Danny, you made, you made it look kind of easy today, man. Hey, how was it, you know, being at home? Tough. well you made it look easy we're out peace
0: this is players only with damon hughes and joe mays on 610 sports radio tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law it is essential that we conclusively sports that clock at four donchich The step back three, you bitch! Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.